girl Kira the Healer, and we are going to go ahead and get tapped into uh, our podcast for this week. Um, if you did not know, I am on YouTube, and that's Kira the Healer. You can also um, check me out. I am on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Instagram, I'm at Jaguar.Lotus Healing Studio. On TikTok, I'm at Kira the Healer. Um, I'm going to also put all the information in the bio. Um and the bio in the description box below oh my god it's too many platforms i'm also on patreon if you want to go ahead and support your girl i also do readings on there as well um and that's patreon.com slash care the healer you can also check me out on etsy where i'm selling my products and that's misty mystic mommy healing dot store i'm getting so tongue-tied right now um but with that being said i noticed that um a lot of the Content that I have been creating recently has been more so like self-development, self-love. But when I originally started this, I was doing a lot of stuff about witchcraft. And it's like, when did you stop making that content, Kira? You know? So, um, I do have some visual stuff today. So, if you are curious about what that stuff looked like, like I said, I'm on YouTube at Kira the Healer. So, you can see what it looked like. But today, we're going to be talking about candle magic. I'm not going to go too in-depth with uh, witchcraft and stuff like that or how to practice because I do want to say as a, a practitioner, somebody who's been doing this for a few years now for a little bit while, a little bit of a while, you know, I'm going to take a sip because I'm getting tongue-tied. As somebody who has been doing this for a while now, I wouldn't recommend that anybody go out and just start practicing witchcraft or especially if it's not hereditary um it's just not something to be fucked with it's not something to be messed with because it is something that is um <clears throat> not only taboo but it's it's forces unseen forces that you're working with so it does become a little bit tricky okay it's a lot that could happen especially when you start getting into hexes and curse removals and uncrossings and stuff like that it's just not something that you just you know, even when I talk about candle magic today, there's other elements that go with it. I'm just going to tell you what the colors correspond with just in case you start getting into it. But other stuff that has to do with court cases, um, hex removal, hex removals, exorcisms, root work, um, root removals, uh, anything that has to do with like black magic. All of this is energy manipulation. You need to go to a professional to get this stuff removed only because a lot of the stuff that can be put on you can be past generational. It can jump from one person to, you know, another because it's energy manipulation. So you wouldn't want to go to somebody and then or you don't want to go to somebody who don't know what they're doing and something bad end up happening and it backfires. Also, you might think it's one person because, you know, they did some kind of spell work and you end up doing something and it backfires and now it's all on you. We don't want to do that, right? <clears throat> Another thing that's important with magic and being a practitioner is to... I personally don't do this. I have people who think otherwise. I think you should do whatever suits you. That is the great part about being you know, a practitioner, that's the great part about magic is there's so many different forms of magic because it comes from different cultures. It comes from, you know, different parts around the world. Everybody has their own form of magic or witchcraft. Um, so 
it might look different for you than it does for somebody else, especially if it's hereditary. Um, I personally do not do witchcraft when I'm angry. Um, I do a lot of hex removals. Very rarely will I hex someone. I do a lot of root removals, a lot of black magic, um, uncrossing just removals of heavy, dark energies, entities, and stuff like that. That's more so my specialty, along with ancestral healing um, and, yeah, ancestor work and uh, inner child and stuff like that. I do more so of that, but, I mean, I'm very good with doing things that bring money and success, and I do all of that. I do all of that, but I, what I like, what I prefer is the curse removals, I like breaking stuff like that. So, yeah. <clears throat> I personally do not like doing things when I am angry, especially because you can work with certain deities. Certain, And it depends on who you work with as well. That's why I'm saying practicing witchcraft is not linear. When I first started this podcast, when I first even started doing this stuff, um... I talk about it all the time that I started doing, I start, when I started my first spiritual journey, I don't even say awakening, um, when I started being familiar with, with witchcraft and comfortable kind of like getting to know it better. Um, I did start with like Wicca and Levain Satanism and all these other forms of witchcraft that didn't suit me because it had nothing to do with what my ancestors were trying to get me to do. I wasn't even in connection with my ancestors at that time. And this was more than a decade ago when I started doing this. Um, then further down the line, when I started getting more connected and everything like that, then I started to get more into stuff that was into my culture, my roots. The deities that I work with are more so of um, those who came to me because of the culture, um, you know, being Caribbean and stuff like that. Those are the ones who more so came to me. Um, I also have some because I am mixed race that come from me from other religions or cultures, but it's because I have that mixed inside of me um the reason why i don't do black magic or hexing when i am angry is because i like to be level-headed i like to make sure that i know who's sending me something i have to make sure that i know that i'm not gonna go out of my way because it is energy manipulation right <clears throat> it does take something out of you when you do it for people to sit there and say that it does i've had people who sat there and say it don't take anything out of you when you do hexing or anything like that when you're doing hex removals when you're doing hexing when you're doing anything that's heavier because i don't want to say dark or black i hate when i'm like dark magic black magic because it just makes me feel kind of like you know I, I there was a point in time where i i will sit here and say that you know i'd be like Yo, i don't mess with that shit because it's dark or is whatever the case is, is black magic is bad but it was more so I didn't have a good understanding of what it fully was. Now I do. But doing more so of that heavier work, I like to call it heavier work because that's what it is. It requires more energy manipulation, more energy you're putting into it to have it removed. More work is put in and required for you to be able to remove these kind of things. Um, with that being said, <clears throat> it does take a toll on you energetically. It does drain you energetically and it will make people look completely different i remember on tiktok there was a whole beef going on on which talk um if you aren't on tiktok you need to get on tiktok because they be having the craziest stuff on there 
um, especially when it comes to which talk or whatever. And sometimes I like to get educated or see what's going on or you know what I mean? Because especially there's different witches of different cultures on there. So, you know, you got hoodoo talk on there as well. Um, you have those who are uh, who practice Ifa. So there's different forms of espiritismo that is on witch talk or TikTok. So long story short, there was a beef between two witches and one witch was doing hexing work on the other one and she was doing it on the other one's children. It was just this whole wild situation. But you can see the one who was doing the hexing, right? Not the person, who, the, the receiver, because the receiver, um, I think, was doing protection work. And even so, right? Even so, because I'm also going to show y'all today what it looks like when somebody is doing, if you start getting into candle magic or you start getting into wanting to be a practitioner or wanting to, you know, do like the basic stuff, which is always your protection work. Um, <clears throat> I always say before you start getting into this, protection is the most important thing, okay? Protection and cleansing. Because I know so many people as a, a practitioner who have dealt with people who have been doing candle magic or who have been doing witchcraft or who have been in this for a while. And I see them not cleansing or protecting. You doing magic, you doing work, but you're not protecting and cleansing yourself, boo. Like, why do you think you feel so heavy right now? You just did three hexes or three banishing spells and you ain't cleaning your house, your space, yourself not one time? Come on. Also, there's certain moon cycles, there's certain days when you do witchcraft, that's what I'm saying, it's not just something that you just pick up and you're like, okay, protection work is the one thing that I recommend anybody, you don't even have to be a, a witch to do it, you don't have to be um, <clears throat> a practitioner to do it, it's literally you protecting yourself, you putting up extra barriers to keep out evil eyes or people gossiping about you or anything negative, even if you have stuff going on at work where you have people trying to retaliate or do something against you, protection work is so important because it's keeping that stuff away. It's keeping it at bay. It's keeping you safe from that kind of stuff, from people coming, you know, to you. You And that's a lot of the times you have, like, dreams about entities and, you know, this dark stuff that happens. Anytime I, somebody is sending something to me, I have these really bad dreams. Um, and... That's how I know, like, I need to do protection work. I need to step it up or I wasn't doing protection work or whatever the case is. Um, when I become very ill for no reason, that's how I know, oh, I need to do protection work because it's usually not like one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, you just call it like, a, you got a sinus infection or you got a cold. It's one of those things where it's like a 24-hour flu or something like that and it goes away and it kind of feels like it's there and I'm like, ah, somebody sent it. And I usually have a dream followed up with it. Anybody else would say, try to prove science like oh you become delirious when you know you're sick it's, it's common to have you know delirium or dreams um that are you know not going to make sense to you or that are bad or scary because that's what happened because the brain chemicals and, and you know they try to explain it just fine but i'm telling you there's always a spiritual reason behind a lot of things that happen okay the tea bag literally just tried to like fall into my mouth when i was drinking it like what the hell Anyway, so protection work is key. If you're going to do protection work, you know, because even with spell work, and I'm not, get, like I said, I'm not going to get into that because if you are, there's also certain religions, 
and systems that need to be followed before you jump into that. You can't just go out there and start practicing hoodoo when you have no roots in it. You don't have no bloodline in it. You don't have anything. You get what I'm saying? You just pick it up because you feel like it. It's the same with Wicca. Wicca didn't work for me because it didn't resonate with me. It didn't resonate with my ancestors. Even though I've had deities who came to me who were of a different, you know, background, I, I kind of understood and I had a respect for it. But to dive deep into the religion of Wicca, it doesn't make sense to me because that's not part of my culture. My ancestors didn't practice that. So why am I going to practice Wicca? Um, <clears throat> Wicca is also neo-pagan. It's, so it's a newer religion. Even if I have, because I do have ancestry that goes back from Scotland. Even if I had, you know, any deities from, you know, uh, I want to say uh, the European-based system, you know, of deities, it, it's, Wicca is not old. It's not an old religion. It's new. So it wouldn't make sense to me to practice that. And it doesn't resonate with me because it's, my ancestors come from something that are much older than that. I have Native American background. I have so much background that it's just, it doesn't make sense to stick to, you know, a certain system. And I digress. But um, even if you wanted to practice, like I said, I always say protection work is important. Doing your cleansing baths, doing cleansing rituals, cleaning your house, making sure your house is in order. Unless you're going to be a practitioner of chaos magic or something like that. You know, it depends on what it is that you want to do. But for me, I do more so of a lot of banishing, uncrossing, hexing, exorcisms. I do stuff like that. I need a clean environment. If I'm going to do witchcraft, people know as soon as I put on the merengue de salsa, uh, bachata, I put on some Caribbean music, some zook. I'm cleaning up my house and I'm, you know, doing my floor washes. I'm putting out my altar, putting the alcohol on my altar. If I'm doing all of this stuff, it's because I'm about to practice. Cleanliness is a very important thing because those energies, especially with me doing exorcisms and root removals and stuff like that, it requires for me to have a clean, a clean space. Otherwise, those things can harbor inside of your household especially if you have altars inside the house. I try to do a lot of my work outside the house. I try to keep an altar outside the house, but it still stays within that area because you're removing something. Sometimes the energy still stays there for weeks. It depends on the severity of the situation, who you're dealing with. It all depends on that, which is why I'm saying, if you feel like I got something on me, uh, I suggest you go to a practitioner because it's just so much easier. With your cleansing work though, um, with cleansing, you always want to make sure your area that you are practicing in is clean. Um, smoke cleansing, I always tell people copal resin is one of the most important and key tools um, for you to do a smoke cleanse. It's good for purification, it's good for protection, and it is good for banishing. If you have any kind of stagnant energy spirits or anything inside your house that you don't want in there, that copal resin is going to get rid of it. I remember, and I'm about to digress with another story, I remember I had went to a kind of day seminar thing, it was outside at the beach, um, for, um, I have a friend who knew this one woman, and I did, I was doing tarot very he heavily back then, and she was recommending me to come to this lady, and this lady was like a numerologist and stuff like that. I went to the lady, and this lady was telling me like, no shaman or smoke or herb is gonna fix this and fix that and treat that she didn't believe in energy like 
you know, it was bizarre to me. And I'm like, if there's stagnant energy somewhere, herbs will help. When I do exorcism, herbs help me do the exorcism. It helps remove these spirits. And once the spirit is casted out of the body, because this is all energy manipulation, I'm pretty sure some people don't need the herbs to do it if they do it. But that is just how I was taught. It was passed down to me through my ancestor. My ancestor told me how to do it. The deity that I work with told me how to do it. So for you to just, with no scientific proof, even though I can't scientifically prove what I do, but you have no scientific proof that it don't work. You're just saying it don't work because that's not how you do it. And that's fine, babe, but that don't mean you got to, you know, say that just because it don't work for you, it don't work for other people. There's always going to be different systems. So <clears throat> with that being said, copal, resin, um, charcoal, you use the charcoal, you burn your charcoal, you get it real hot, and then you use the copal resin to smoke. Make sure all, everything is open up in your house. I do this about once a week, bi-weekly sometimes if I'm lucky, but because I do a lot of this work, I do a lot of healing, I do a lot of stuff. I'm always, you know, surrounded by energy, heavy energy. Sometimes I have spirits that'll come into the house because of whatever freaking reason, whether, you know, sometimes my son will bring them home or they come for him for other from other people. Or sometimes um, they're there for me to give me a message or sometimes it's just, you know, somebody will send something. And when they do that, the best thing that I can say for protection, white, a light, white, light a white candle <laughs> light a white candle i usually bless it and by blessing it you just hold the candle in your hand i was going to show y'all i'm gonna show y'all later too about reading candles and stuff like that which is why i'm like it's important for you to head over to youtube so you can see what it looks like just so you have a little bit of information because this is going to be key but anyway you hold the white candle in your hand i bless it i also dress my candles i only dress my candles when a deity tells me to do it and when I am doing specific work. If it's just for, if I'm being told you just need to protect and cleanse the house, and I'm like, okay. I just basically bless it. Um, I know in hoodoo, um, prayers is very important. You could pray over it, whatever it is that you want. I should have bought my, um, I have a Guadalupe candle. She has a prayer on the back. There's also another one. Um, I use for my son is uh, Archangel Michael. It's a prayer on the back, and you literally hold it in your hand. You can read the prayer off the, the candle if it helps you, but sometimes I just go intuitively, intuitively off of whatever is coming to me and just bless the candle, pray over the candle, and just you know ask that it protect me, my home, the people within my home, blah, 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 whatever the case is, right? And then I light the candle and then put it on. I have a bunch of altars i put on whatever altar is calling to me to protect <clears throat> i put it on that um usually when you start getting into this you will have like a deity for certain things so deity for protection i have one to help with the ancestral healing i have another one that when we ready to go to war that's the one that i'm gonna go to i have another one that's when i have karma that needs to be able to be cleaned up and turned back and whatever the case is i got another one for that i got a, I got heavy hitters okay i got another one that's there whenever i'm doing my moon magic i have another one that's there for whenever i'm doing some kind of uncrossing vanishing they work with me and tell me what to do but like i said you bless it open up all the windows open the doors and i just walk through with 
the uh, charcoal and the copal resin and I clean out the household clean out the spirits I ask while I'm doing the cleansing that the spirits the negative energies whatever be removed and cleansed from the house right very key very important that you are praying you are talking you're getting it out <clears throat> I don't like using white sage one I don't like using white sage because we're talking about before we get into it and I know you're like are we going to talk about the candle magic or what? And we are. We're going to get to the candle magic. But I just don't, I'm not going to give you some information and I'm not going to give you no backstory. I'm going to give you as much as I can because like I said, there's still certain things that I want you to go to somebody professional for. But if you're going to do some stuff yourself, which protection is very easy, it's the most common and most needed thing when you start doing uh, witchcraft. Even if you're not practicing witchcraft, it's just something that's needed all the time to keep people away from you. Keep the evil eye, keep negativity. It's a practice that, especially if you're Latina, you're Caribbean, you know, even I know people of different, you know, European backgrounds like Greek and stuff like that, that this is something that's very common, that protection is always needed. African-American and your peoples are into hoodoo. It's the same thing. You need to protect yourself. Whether you are lighting a white candle, you are smoke cleansing your house or whatever the case is, protection is key. But, I keep digressing. But, um, like I was saying, dang, I lost my train of thought. Oh, I don't use white sage. The reason why I don't use white sage, um, it does have antibacterial properties and stuff like that. If someone is sick, it's good to use to clear out the bad spirits, clear out you know, that heavier energy and stuff like that that you have um, in the room because I, I do associate illness with spirits, having bad spirits in the house. I And I can definitely say from working in hospitals, from working in um, elderly facilities, I've worked in a veterinarian office, I've worked in facilities with mental illness, um, with people who were mentally ill, and I mean like severe like mental breakdowns, like psychosis and stuff like that. Energy is, spirits are energy. And some of it is very heavy and some of it is very dark. So, um, it can be cleared out, right? There's times where you can walk up to a house and you're like, oh, you know, you get chills and stuff like that. Or you're in a room with somebody and somebody is sick and you're getting chills because you can feel this bad spirits that are in the room that are overwatching. It's, it's kind of like in that movie Insidious. I don't know if you ever saw that, but in Insidious where it's that little boy, he's sick and he's on like the ventilator or whatever, um, and heart monitor, whatever, whatever. And you see that tall red devilish, you know, entity or spirit just looking over this boy, just watching him. I feel like that's exactly what it is when somebody is sick. And there's times where I've been sick and there, I've been seeing shadow people where I see something and like I said, people will cough it up or chalk it up to saying it's delirium or whatever the case is. But I've also seen it with other people, okay? Um, especially when my child gets sick. And there's plenty of times when my child gets sick and he's not feeling good. And I look over and I see something and he'll, or he'll tell me, he'll be like, oh, there's a spirit in this room. And it's usually a bad spirit. So I smoke cleanse it out. But the reason why I don't like using white sage is because also white sage is very sacred. Um, I, Although I am Native American, I just don't use white sage because it is also becoming endangered. Um, 
as a plant species and me i do have a degree and a background in environmental science so i always try to be as sustainable as i can when it comes to stuff like that i always try to be very respectful of other people's religions cultures and backgrounds when it comes to that even when i practice witchcraft i will not do something that involves hoodoo or voodoo or santaria or ifa if i am not part of that religion okay i do have my own system of uh, spiritualism that I practice that works for me that was given to me and handcrafted and made for me by my ancestors and I follow that one and it works perfect for me which is why I was saying before when I was practicing Wicca that shit didn't work for me because it wasn't uh, meant for me when I was pra practicing um, or trying to learn Levain Satanism and chaos magic it didn't work for me why didn't it work for me because it wasn't for me and that's and i'm not saying that because I, of course i am saying it in a way where you don't want to be a culture vulture or you don't want to be a um what's the word that i'm looking for um appropriating somebody else's culture but it's also one of those things where this just might not work for you because there's a system that works better for you because your people come from it. Your ancestors are able to communicate with you. And that's a, a, the thing. When you are doing these kind of works, you're going to have your ancestors and deities that are going to communicate with you to help you work the system, to learn the system, to be able to trial and error see what works for you see what see what doesn't but when you're working with other systems i'm not saying that there won't be deities from other systems that won't come come for uh, come to you that is very possible but what i'm gonna say is by working with a system that is something that your ancestors know is going to be easier and is going to come to you uh more fluent than you going out and trying to do something else if that makes sense you might disagree you might agree this is just my personal opinion you know what i mean i'm not giving you uh i can't guarantee you facts because something else might work for you but i'm just simply telling you what works for me it's possible it might work for you and you could take it from that and maybe you were thinking about i wanted to get into witchcraft but i don't know what system of witchcraft i want to look into or i don't know where i want to start i don't know what i want to do and blah blah blah, blah. why won't you start from your roots where your background is from what is the religions that are practiced through your backgrounds and that's how you can start a lot of mine, um, the systems come from Africa because my ancestors were, you know, brought over from Africa. I don't want to say slave. They were enslaved people who was brought over uh, from Africa to the Caribbean, spread out. I also have Native American in me as well. I also have um, um, East Indian me as well in me as well. So that was all brought over to the west indies and that's exactly why i have so much mix in me and i have different you know deities and different practices when it comes to um my system but what works for me it might not work for everybody but i could tell you you know growing up culturally especially if you experience stuff i had a co-worker she was greek and they did uh coffee readings and stuff like that i do tea leaf readings it's going to be some similarities when it comes to stuff, especially divination. But like I'm seeing, some stuff is going to work for you. Some stuff is not. But for you to go completely by one system, just because you want to try it, practice it, see what it's like, and then it doesn't work out for you, you have to just be careful because, like I said, there's appropriation, connection with your ancestors and deities. You want to be able to make sure you're doing something that's going to benefit you and suit you, right? So... That's why we're talking about not using white sage. You can use copal resin, which is perfect. Frankincense is also a good um, resin for you to be able to use for cleansing, for purification, stuff like that. There's so much more. 
There's even an instance that you could use that you literally go to a botanica and it says, it'll say hex removal, it'll say whatever it is that you need on it, okay? So also don't limit yourself. That's another thing. Don't limit yourself to doing one system, to doing one thing because I just feel like it's just so much that you can do for yourself that will benefit your spiritual way of life by doing what your ancestors are wanting you to do. I think I'm also going to do another episode separately on ancestor work because I did not come into my system of spiritualism until I did a ancestor cord cutting and uh, healing and, you know, um, blockage removal because I had ancestors from different backgrounds that didn't resonate with what I did because not all your ancestors are good. Your ancestors, some of them was here on earth showing a ass and cutting up a fucking fool. I'm sorry. I don't even know if I could say that. They were showing a butt and acting a freaking fool. Okay. Some of your ancestors were doing that. But you got to, you know, remove those who aren't going to help you. You have some that are probably extremely religious and against spiritualism because spiritualism and, you know, religion are two different, completely different things. So you probably have some who are blocking you from being able to work with a system that, you know, is going to be good for you. So that's another important thing. But I'm not going to go too much into that. We will talk about that because I really wanted to get into the candle magic. Oh my God, it's like 30 minutes in and I still ain't talking about the candle magic. But we're going to talk about it now, okay? Because even when you're doing this, like I said, there's specific days that you want to do it. Specific moon cycles and... um colors and everything because candle magic is something that's so simple and effective but if you're not doing it with the right time intention date moon cycle it just doesn't make any sense right it's just it's gonna backfire and i wish i could show y'all what something looks a spell work what spells look like when it backfires but there's I, i'm not gonna say that i'm perfect right i want to say a good 80 88 percent 90 percent of my um Spell work has been successful, but then there's that time where I was too stubborn because sometimes I am very, very stubborn. And when I find out somebody did something on me and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get them back. Right. And then they're like, child, you need to chill. Like we will do this when the time is right, but you're angry. You're upset. You're going to exert too much energy into this. You're going to tire yourself out and it could possibly backfire because you're so angry. You're doing more than you need to right now. Relax. And even though I do have um, some deities or deity that's just like, let's go, they'll still be like, okay, let's wait till you're in a better headspace. We'll get the right spell to be able to do it. And then, you know, the right herbs or whatever, you don't have everything right now and then we'll do it. But you have to let things play out before you just jump into it. It has to be the right day, the right moon cycle, whatever the case is, especially because one of the deities that I worked with is a deity of mortality. She is also the deity of, uh, birth uh rebirth death and the moon so i have to make sure that when i'm doing the spell work i'm doing it right this is not something that comes overnight it comes with trial and error it comes with understanding there's been plenty of times that yeah i had successful you know exorcisms or you know uh i guess we could say yeah demon removals or root removals and that shit's still lingering around for two months or for a month or whatever two weeks or whatever because I ain't do something right. I ain't do my protection right. So something came through. There's been plenty of times where that shit there was I can sit here and talk about for days. There was one time 
that um that I had did uh, a return to sender and didn't protect myself. And this was somebody that I was dealing with. I could get into that. I could do, a, I'm going to probably do an ep uh, episode where I'm just doing a story time because the stuff that I could tell y'all that I experienced with my spell work is crazy. But the can I did it. I lit a candle on my altar. It exploded. And my altar, um, I was using a dresser, substituting, you know, a dresser as an altar at the time. It lit on fire. And there is a big fiery hole on that dresser because who didn't do the protection work you return something back to sender and guess what they did they returned that bitch right back so it's just a matter of you doing everything correctly take your time when it comes into practicing magic right take your time because it's not easy but anyways so let's talk about candle colors okay um i'm also going to show you i'm so happy that and it's crazy because i just did some spell work not too long ago so i have the the stuff to show y'all now what it looks like um <clears throat> and how it works so, um, we're going to start with the basic colors, um, which is red. Red is a very amazing color to work with, especially, like I said, I have a deity that I like to work with that's just ready to go to war. So when I'm ready to go to war and I'm ready to return something back to sender or I'm ready to cut some shit off, karma, justice you know what i mean i work with that and i'm um, not that ancestor i'm sorry well i do work with my ancestors depending on which ancestor is going to come forward but also the deity but red is good for strength i like to use it for war vitality um the root chakra if you are doing anything associated with the root chakra now i know you're like you could heal your root chakra you can heal your chakras with candles you sure can um also if you have any blockages if you have any um you know, magic put on you to, and I know you're like, people can put mag, yes, people can put, because remember, your chakras are energy points. You have meridians all over your body, all over your aura, all over your space. Meridians are energy sensors. There are infinite amounts of energy sensors all over your body, all over your aura, all around you. Everything around you is energy. People, if you are a smart practitioner, I don't want to give too much. If you are a smart practitioner and you're going to hex somebody, which I talked about this in the episode where I had talked about hexing and stuff like that, um, how to know if somebody is hexing, which I, I remember in that episode, I was like, I don't have a candle. I'm going to show you what it looks like, okay? Um, but if you are a smart practitioner and you don't want somebody to know I put something on you and I don't want you to see that, you would do a spell to block their third eye chakra so they won't know. Now, as a practitioner, if, if you're gonna hex or whatever, you would you know, block the third eye so they can't see or whatever the case is, or they're unaware or they doubt their intuition or they don't know what's going on and they, you know, they're kind of like confused about everything. It does slow them down in their tracks of trying to be able to figure out who does, who does it. But me being me, there's also spell work that you can do to show you the truth, to remove that. Especially me, I'm usually ahead of the game because I have deities, like I said, ancestors that work. So they already know what's going on. I already see, feel, smell. Everything is just coming to me before you're able to do what you're doing or before it happens and it backfires on you. So that's what I'm saying. If you are, that's why I said this is not stuff to be dibbling, dabbling in for fun because it is stuff that should be taken very serious. 
people, the wrong person get it into their hands and you get what I'm saying? You do something to somebody, especially someone like me or somebody who has been practicing because there's people who've been practicing for decades, okay? You have to be careful because you don't know what's going to happen back to you. That's why I don't do baneful magic or I don't do hexing or anything. If I'm doing it, it's very rare and it's usually I'm sending something back or somebody sends something to me, whatever the case is. But I don't do baneful magic where I'm sending something. But you will get the right person on the right motherfucking day. If you, I'm sorry, I keep cursing so much. You're going to get the right person on the right day where they're going to see or they're going to know and they're going to hex the hell out of you and your whole ancestry and you will be literally your ancestors and you better hope you get somebody who's like me that is going to do that removal okay go through all that work to do that removal because i i've done you know ancestor uh, ancestral healing and curse removal and stuff like that so it's rough it's very rough um but okay so we were talking about red um red is associated with the root chakra action war vitality your blood right your blood is your health is strength so that's what i like to use red for black is good for banishing hex removal curse removal and crossing protection and energy manipulation um of course like i said when you are using candles i love to dress them depending on what it is that is um being sent over That is being sent over um but also setting an intention on what it is that you're going to do with whatever deity you're working it working with if you're working with a deity or ancestor intention has to be set i like to dress my candles so there's also that white is good for protection peace healing purity and exorcisms it's also good for a substitute for anything just like a, think of it as like a clear quartz uh crystal a clear quartz crystal can be programmed programmed to do anything, right? For any crystal. That's it's the master crystal, right? Um, think of the white candle like that as well. If you are also me, I always light a white candle when I light any other candle. And it's to bring balance, purity, and peace. And also protect the spell work that is being done. So just to, you know, just to let you know. Green is good for success, is good for the heart chakra, is good for money. Um, I like to do them for job interviews. If I create a new product or something like that and I'm uploading it to my shop, I like to do a green one. It's a money magnet. Very good for drawing in money, success, luck. Think of it like a, you know, a green clover. It's money is green. That's why you would use green. It's good for earth, plant magic, um, <clears throat> all that other stuff. Blue is good for fortune, also truth-telling. It's also good for water elements, anything that has to do with honoring some kind of water deity. Um, I would light a blue candle. Um, it's also good for the throat chakra as well. So if there's a block here and there's magic being done or whatever, um, especially because a lot of the time, magic can be done for anything. Magic can be done to remove... Um, like let's say you have a court case or something like that. So if you want everything to work out in your favor, whatever the case is, there are, there are also spell works um, that can be done to shut your mouth or whatever like that. So I would also use um, a blue candle if I wanted to reverse that. So you would also have to mix it with the other candles because like I said, you're going to be using a black, right, for removing, for uncrossing, and then a blue because you would also want, you know, the truth to be told. Um, 
and the throat chakra so like i said it's it takes a while for you to start like realizing like oh ping 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 you know what i mean all these good things these ideas popping in your head when you're doing spell work or whatever like oh how can i make this work for me how can i make this better so it takes a lot of energy and understanding and it's not something that happens overnight which is why a lot of people probably go to you know priestess and stuff like that to get ordained because it is a long practice especially if you're going to santeria and stuff like that so you know it makes sense um pink is good for fertility love positivity you know honey when people are doing honey jars and stuff like that it's also good for the heart chakra green and pink are both good for the heart chakra um, I'm also going to talk about moon phases, the good, the good time to do these, you know, certain rituals. Full moon is good for uh, manifesting, manifesting, releasing, um, releasing stuff, um, cleansing, purity, protection work. And you're like, why do I need to do a purification spell? Because if you're going to do any spell work purification is needed making sure you're clean if you're doing an exorcism purification is needed how am i going to do any curse hex anything removal when i got a demon attached on me to remove the demon that's attached to you okay purification is needed that's the best time i'm sorry i'm, I'm so sorry i said that on the wrong moon that's the full moon okay full moon is divination releasing purification um <clears throat> Yeah, so like if you're doing an exorcism or something like that, you would do it then because it's all about cleansing. This is, you know, re releasing, letting go. Just think of it like that. The full moon is releasing, letting go. I would do purification, protection. I would do, even though you could do protection all the time, but it would be amplified if you're going to do like an exorcism. New moon is good for manifesting, welcoming because it's new cycles, manifesting. So good for love, money rituals, um, you know, bringing anything in, a road opener, you know, road opener um, ritual. Also, hexing because it is the dark moon. I do not do hexings during the full moon, only because it makes sense to me during the dark moon because that's when things are dark. People can't see what you do. You do shadow work. You do, you know, hexing and stuff like that in the dark so that they can't see what you're doing. Um, also with the wand and crescent because now it's going away from that full moon cycle into the dark moon cycle so that's when you would do uncrossing you know um hex removal crossroads but crossroads can be done crossroad rituals can be done for a lot of different things but anything that has to do with uncrossing or hexing or stuff like that returning stuff back to its sender i like to do during the dark moon like I said, what works for me might not work for you. You got to do what you got to do for yourself, what feels good for yourself. Because there's been a lot of people who would say one thing and it don't work for me and something else works for me that didn't work for them. So it, it's also a lot of using intuition as well, right? I'm now going to show you what it looks like for the candles after you're done your candle magic, okay? Okay, so I have the candles here, and I'm going to show you. Um, these are already burnt out candles, so, you know, the spell work was already done. Um, and I saved these because I'm like, ooh, I'm going to show everybody what it looks like. So when you start doing the candle magic or you start getting into it, even if you're doing protection, and even if you decide to do this and you want to do protection against yourself and you see something like what I'm about to show you, when it's uh, anything sent over towards your way or when the spell work is not done, 
um, and you need to redo depending on what the spell is it'll look like this okay but that's what I'm saying and you'll be like okay well I need now I need to go to somebody professional so we can get it removed so if you are doing any hex removal if you are doing any um if you are doing any spell work and the spell work does not work or if somebody has put any black magic anything dark or heavy on you it will look like this okay i have had candles this one is where you can see it's just been it was a lot of work for it to be able to burn with all this black suit so for those who can't see this because you're listening it's literally just black suit all the way at the top going you know past midway of the candle and I have some rings down here. The candle rings are also very important too. I'm going to tell y'all about that in a second as well. And um, those who are watching, you'll be able to see what the candle rings are. But this is how you can tell somebody put something on you. There's been times where it burned all the way black. Um, unfortunately, well, I don't want to say unfortunately because the fortunate part is you did the candle magic and now you know somebody put something on you or the magic did not work. This spell did not work. Whatever it is, let's say you were trying to do some kind of manifestation. Another thing also, if you, when I was trying to do money magic, but I was living in the fight or flight era of my life where I thought everything was out to get me, um, where I had a bad association or a bad relationship with money um my candles would not light i would light them they would burn 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 and they would burn until the flame got super duper tiny and it would go out and i would try to light it and it would just go out and it would not work and i'm like why and it's because i had a blockage okay so when you have a blockage when the spell work is backfiring when it's not working um or when you have something on you it'll typically look like this there's other times when you might try to do the magic work that you feel is needed to be able to complete it. But if it's not the right time, then the right moon, the right deity, it will burn out and it would not even finish. It, it either won't finish, it'll stop halfway where the wick would disappear. You don't got no wick no more, so you can't light the candle. And then you have to wait until the appropriate time or work with the appropriate deity, right? But this is what it looks like when it has all that black suit. When something negative... Like I said, bad energy, whatever the case is. I would also discard this afterwards. You don't want to keep this energy around you, right? So after this video, I'm tossing this shit. I was just saving it so that y'all were able to see what it looked like. <clears throat> um, successful. Bye. I know you're like, what's all that stuff? This is the dressing from the candle. But you see how this burned through? And look, when I turn it like this, you see it's clear, right? You want to make sure that it burned through clearly. There ain't nothing at the bottom. And then when you're like, what do you mean nothing at the bottom? Boom. Something at the bottom still. This one's not too bad though. You can tell it was successful but because when you look in here, um, there you go. You can see all of that. It's just a tiny bit of white at the bottom. Now candle rings, right? This is very important. When you are setting your intention and you are doing the work, let's say you want to do something for money. The candle rings are very important. You see how this one has a ring right here? I look at the whole thing the very first time that I started doing candle magic when I was doing exorcisms and root work I had a bunch of rings on the candle and the the rings will look clear like this like you can see this one right and why did I have a bunch of rings because you count the number of rings so let's say this one is one ring that could be one month a year a day 
it just it has to do with the number one so i will usually pull the rusty dusty trusty old tarot i will break it out and i would see what the ancestors or i would even ask sometimes at the altar what the ancestors are telling me how long it's going to actually take um so you see one actually i see two rings so it would be two whatever they tell me the answer is for whatever it is so let's say this was something for money and i'm saying well how long would it take me to get this money that i need and they would say two weeks, two months, whatever the case is. All right, boom, I already know what's coming in. When I had did a curse removal and I was asking to see how long it will take, I had a ton of rings. And you will see like, pop, 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 like a bunch of rings going down it. Um, because they were basically saying like, yeah, you might have removed some of it, but you got a whole lot of work to do. So if I had literally had like 12 rings on my thing, it was basically saying like in a year, that's, and that was the answer that I got in a year, this will all clear itself up because you still got a lot of work to do. When you uh, get a hex or something on you and it start looking like this, um, you have to make sure that you are burning and you are protecting yourself until it is clear like this. And that's exactly, this was the result of this. So I had um, did a removal, so I get my reading and everything like that, and then I did, um, and then I got this, and I was like, oh shit, somebody did something, and then after that, I was like, I have to do the adequate, you know, protection work to make sure that I'm good, da 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 da, and it burned clear, and I was like, okay, boom, we did it. Um, but yeah, that's basically this is like an intro because I know y'all like it, it feels like y'all learned a lot, but. I can't cram all the learning that I did into these this hour that I'm going to give y'all. So I'm going to tell y'all as much as I can to help y'all be successful. Little witches, whether you've been doing this for a while and you just you know want to come here just to hear a little bit more because you want to get into something else. Or whether you're like, I'm interested, but I don't really know what to do. I hope I gave y'all some tips and some information um, today. I'm definitely going to be doing more where I talk about the importance of floor washing and other, you know, herbs that you could do and use while you're doing candle magic or while you're doing your magic um, and how they help you. So I definitely, because I do have a certification in herbalism, I am a master herbalist um, along with a yin kundalini yoga teacher, breathwork facilitator i am a meditation facilitate uh facilitator um as well so if you are listening to this from anchor or spotify or wherever you can come over to youtube because i do free meditations as well um also my patreon as well you can subscribe for as low as ten dollars but um i hope y'all enjoyed this episode today just to leave it off with this candle the important thing that i'm trying to say is when you have like so much wax left sometimes it's not always a good thing because it's basically saying like the like I had one where it stopped right here and I was so sad because I was like we actually getting through we burning through we might be able to do this and it stopped there and I had a feeling that it was going to happen because I ended up having a bad dream um that somebody was working against the magic that I was trying to do so and that's another thing with candle magic it's always like telltale signs of things for coming or what's going to happen next. You know what I mean? But with that being said, thank you so much for rocking with your girl. I love y'all so much. I appreciate the support. Please make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, I will talk to you guys soon. You have an amazing day. Mwah. I love you and goodbye.